Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. What is up, sisters? Welcome to episode 1515. Hey, hey, hey. Tanya, I hope you don't expect me to sing happy birthday to you like you did to me last week. But happy birthday to you, my love. Do it. Do it. Nah, nah, nah. you can't get that <laughs> out of me. But it was Tanya's birthday yesterday. We're recording this on a Saturday. But yesterday, Friday was her birthday. So thank you for being born on such a wonderful day. Thank you for all the wonderful birthday gifts. Yeah, I mean... Including I to, salsa dancing. Yes, I had to kind of compete with what time... Our birthdays are one week apart, so what that means for the rest of our lives is Talon gets me something and I have to up it. <laughs> exactly. So, but no, I got her salsa dancing uh, classes and a couple of workout clothes since, you know, we, we go to, we've been going to the gym a lot uh, more so lately. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think... A very cute liked, right? card and... Oh my gosh, the cutest part was I was asleep when he was getting ready for work and he laid a rose on me just like in um, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty (laughs) or Snow White, how they're like sleeping with a rose on them and the prince has to kiss them to wake up. Yeah. It happened. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good birthday. Uh, It was, was, right? It was great. And then we had like an amazing dinner at night. For those wondering, how do you, you know, eat gluten, dairy, uh, or go gluten dairy free and even on days like your birthday where you just want to like you know you want to go nuts or you want to just enjoy a really nice meal time what did you eat yesterday yesterday we had gyro yeah um what euro gyro how do you say it in i think English? it's gyro i have no idea but it's basically the thin sliced meat meat on yeah potatoes, or lamb, yeah. Lamb, lamb yeah and then it was on like you know french fry style potatoes with some mm-hmm. tomato sauce so usually garlic. yeah this this is like a delicacy in like uh, a lot of middle eastern cultures it's called doner and it's basically like you put the meat on top of like the bread and like the meat is supposed to like the meat juice soaks Juices on the bread and you put mm. like a little bit of like tomato sauce mm-hmm. with like different herbs and like a little bit of yogurt but skip Italian, the yogurt she like i think oh sumac i put that on top yeah give it that tangy flavor mm-hmm. but it was delicious it i think i think mine was so the same good. way too it was potatoes underneath and just a little bit of the it's actually salsa. supposed to be pita bread underneath but yeah. because i'm gluten-free and it tastes good we request potatoes underneath yeah. well in this case it was your parents who made it or who no, got they, it for us they got it for us but like also who doesn't like potatoes and meat yeah you know. <laughs> that's true so yeah, that's just one of the few ways where you can still enjoy yourself on your birthday. You don't have to worry about, oh, gluten and dairy free. It's, How I'm am not going to be this? able to you know, enjoy yeah. like a, a very uh, rich meal. It's a good time to think of your favorite meal and make it gluten and dairy free. Yeah, we do all the time. Just I think last week we were at a restaurant, um, the front yard, and we got, uh, what was it? We, we put on the Instagram burgers. story. Yeah, burgers. And you got no buns. No bun and just french fries. Mm-hmm. On the and side. I got a regular one with buns, but a salad. Yeah. We kind of like shared it too because you got some of the salad. I got some of your fries and like, you know, it was easy. And I wanted to mention this on um, Instagram, but I only thought of this afterwards because we moved. 
the um dish that we were sharing i'm not sharing the appetizer that you got for yourself oh yeah we weren't sharing it he ordered mac and cheese and he's like let's move this out of the picture so they don't think that you ate it but i was like later i was like well people should know like you can order mac and cheese Mm -hmm. and i don't have to eat it and we don't need to go the rest of our lives without ordering the appetizers you want to eat just because i'm not going to eat it like you can eat it tomorrow when yeah, I packed it in your lunch the next day. You even reminded me. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get the mac and cheese," but I was like, "Oh, you can't eat it, so maybe I won't get it." And then you're like, "No, I just get it, babe. You yeah. eat some of it now, and then you take some of it home, and I eat it for lunch the next day." And you know, that's just yeah. That. We need to take more accurate pictures. <laughs> so, all right, uh, this goes into our topic of today's episode, which is yeah, the best supplements for PCOS. Mm. Not just, oh, take, you know, uh, of course, a multivitamin is great, but just like, what is... What the, the heck do we need to take? Yeah, for PCOS specifically and for, for good health. Yeah, and the answer is there's not one supplement that's going to solve all of our problems. Mm-hmm. But um, if you do understand the root issue of your PCOS, then you can curate what supplements are more necessary for you that will benefit you more than others so yeah. that you don't have to be spending all this money on every single supplement you come across that they say is good for PCOS. And not to mention like uh, we should, before we start to like go into details and stuff, really the most important thing you should start with first is diet and the lifestyle change because like no matter how we eat, um, I'm sorry, I should say no matter how many vitamins you take, the way you eat really dictates how you feel. So if you feel yeah. bloated or you feel like, you know, you're having like a little bit of stomach issues, the vitamins or whatever you take is not going to like fix that instantly. Yeah. It's going to help. But what really is going to fix that is the, the way like we eat and the way we like, you know, remove gluten from our diet. Uh, in your case, to reduce inflammation and, you know, inc- all the symptoms that come along with it, including bloating and insulin resistance and much more, it's going to remove that from the equation. You're going to feel a lot better. And then once you take the supplements to boost your PCOS, then like it's like this perfect harmony. Yeah, exactly. It starts with food. And mm-hmm. then the su- supplements, like you said, are just a boost that like add this element of healing, especially because um, a lot of times when you're struggling from metabolic a metabolic issue like PCOS when you take adaptogens which are things that it's not a vitamin or mineral it's more like an herb that urges your body to heal itself like if you're constantly eating foods that are going to produce inflammation and continually fuel that fire and you take those adaptogens it's like we're not moving forward we're just staying in the same spot you know it's true so that's why diet is really important and then come supplements let's get into it you know best you know best if these supplements are going to be good for you you have to monitor your body and your mood while you're taking them so Mm -hmm. before we get into like the top handful of supplements that we think are talked about most in the pcos community let's just go over um some of the things that typically happen before we take the supplement like birth control which strips us of a lot of the vitamins and minerals that we need to absorb in order to have healthy bodies once you get off birth control if you take a blood test you might find that you're really deficient in a lot of things so Mm -hmm. while whether you're on birth control or not on birth control it's important to consider some of these supplements for pcos yeah because the supplements also if you don't deal with some of the issues first it's just going to mask the issues where you don't 
like you want to deal with some of the issues that can snowball like eczema ibs fatigue, fatigue. the vitamin yeah. mineral deficiencies like those are gonna uh, start to happen if you don't pay it cl- close attention to the root issues mm-hmm. of your pcos yeah. um a lot of sisters deal with this and it comes from inflammation and um which is you know most women with pcos have it and so yeah when you ignore it it starts turning into a multitude of issues mm-hmm. um and yeah like i said birth control can mask all of that and also strip you of nutrients necessary to have healthy functioning bodies especially when you get off of birth oh, yeah. control when you get off you should do if you can if you can if, if your doctor you know provides it take some sort of vitamin or like mineral test to see if you're deficient in specific things yeah especially vitamin d yeah and we'll yeah, get into easy. we'll get into why like vitamin d is very important and and, and how you can you know uh, take it to supplement your uh pcos management and mm-hmm. weight loss but really like there's all these different um nutrients and minerals that the body as time mentioned is stripped of while you're taking birth control so when you get off of it you really want to make sure you uh, yeah replenish replenish yourself with nutrient dense foods and then supplements as well and plus there's like so many um different types of vitamins and supplements you also like before we get into it the most important thing is know what type of pcos you have Mm -hmm. knowing the type of pcos you have will dictate which supplements are the most important? So we're going to start off and we're going to, the first one that we're going to start off will have to do with the specific type of PCOS. So, so right. sisters, make sure like, um, if you, if you haven't taken already, there's a quiz where you can find out the type of PCOS you have. It's not a diagnosis, but it's a fun quiz. Yeah. And we're linking it in the distri- description. Correct. And if you want to learn more about the different PCOS types, you can always join the sisterhood where we have lots of resources on how to manage yes. those types of PCOS. Yeah. And just uh, just so you know, the disclosure, the quiz, as Ty mentioned, is not a diagnosis. Consult your doctor to get like a final, you know, confirmation of the type of PCOS you have. Right. But at the end, when you see the result, like let's say you take the quiz, it says you have adrenal fatigue and then it describes what it is. Mm -hmm. You, you yourself can be like, you know what? Yeah. It sounds like I have adrenal, like I am exhausted all the time and this Mm -hmm. and that. So yeah, it it does help with, um, you figuring out your diagnosis. Yeah. It's one of the best ways to like start investigating on how to manage your PCOS. Discovering the root. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Let's start with my favorite supplement. That's right. Ovacetol. Ovacetol. Yeah. We have a 15% off code. This is the supplement <laughs> that I can scream from the rooftops. It's helped so many women. Mm-hmm. We even have a whole podcast Including episode on it. Sister. My sister. Yeah. Your sister got off of birth control just like recently about mm-hmm. a month ago. And she's been taking Ovacetol the whole time. And even the first day she took it, she said she felt like she was getting her like like emotions back like she felt like her in like the second she started drinking her body like turned on like a light switch which Mm -hmm. was this that was coming out of her own words i heard her her say it she was like this is crazy obviously minutes i feel like a different person yeah a lot of times you know like you so nutrient deficient when she got off birth control now that i think about it Mm -hmm. i bet yeah her mood depended on the supplements she was taking Mm -hmm. so that that goes like to say like Ovastol is one of like the most important supplements you can take. It's natural. It mimics the body's ratio of inositols and um, dichiroinositols and myoinositols and myoinositols. So it helps your your body regulate hormones, helps with insulin resistance, mm-hmm. and 
adrenal fatigue and it's just a really uh important and because it's helping with insulin resistance it's also helping with weight loss as a result because if your cells are if you're healing the metabolism of your cells and they're more responsive to the food you're eating and taking that up and burning it for energy and then you're not storing what you're eating as fat as much because your cells are not resistant to insulin Mm. so I love Ovastol for insulin resistance. Um, and then, the, you know, before we continue going through supplements, let me talk about the PCOS type. So insulin resistance, adrenal fatigue, inflammation, and mm-hmm. hypothyroidism are four major PCOS types. And PCOS can also be triggered after birth control. So, okay. um, but Ovastol, I think overall, like most women can really benefit from it because 70% of us have insulin resistance and a lot of us have adrenal fatigue and inflammation. So, and those are three components that can benefit. We also have personal stories of Avastatol on uh, Instagram at PCOS.WeightLoss. One of the highlights is Avastatol and you can see personal stories of people Mm -hmm. taking it and their improvements and how they felt while they, they were taking it. Yeah, and how quickly it regulated their period. And um, some women got pregnant because it helps with egg quality and ovulation. And it also just aids in your weight loss process. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's one of the best ones. I wish I could take it, but you know. But sometimes, sometimes he accidentally drinks the cup that I have Ovastol in, and I'm like, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing will happen. Yeah. You know. I hope so. <laughs> All right, uh, next one. The next one is actually for sisters who specifically have adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. It's It's, called adrenal mm -hmm. support. Yes. So this one is like pretty much like a literal chill pill. (laughs) It's like a synergistic blend, synergistic blend of adapt. I have to read this because it's going to be hard for me to just say it off the top of my head. It's a synergistic blend of adaptogenic and nerving herbs. And it's paired with nourishing B vitamins and calming amino acids like L-theanine and phosphatidylserine. And it basically supports like sleep and cortisol balance. Cortisol is the stress hormone. You know, we talk about while you work out, that's what is you get pumped mm-hmm. full of to, for your body to go in that fight or flight mode. So it regulates cortisol and helps you relax and keep your adrenals, you know, calm and level. Yes. Yeah. My sister took this one. Oh, she did? And a lot of women with PCOS have elevated cortisol at night and low cortisol in the morning, which means that you don't have energy in the morning and then you're awake at night and you can't sleep. Um, So this can really help with regulating that Mm -hmm. along with other lifestyle changes, of course, like getting into bed early and not looking at your phone screens before um, going to sleep. After 9 p.m., yeah. Yeah, and making sure that you're having like blood sugar balance by eating high protein breakfast, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know to keep you energized. <laughs> Let me link that in. The high protein breakfast keeps you energized, which helps with your stress levels because you're not like hungry and stressed. Of course. All right, next one, babe, is saw palmetto. You want to talk about that one? Saw palmetto. This one I've heard a lot about, but I haven't taken it. It's for women to help with women with PCOS, especially to help with hair loss Mm -hmm. because it acts um, in a way that inhibits the conversion of testosterone to DHT. 
And DHT is a form of testosterone that leads to hair loss. So it like gathers around your hair follicle and then your hair follicle falls out or it gathers around your pores and your acne happens to be like cystic because of it and oily and just like, you know, skin issues and little bumps on your skin. Mm -hmm. It all has to do with DHT. And a lot of us are more sensitive to testosterone. Um, So some of us have more acne than others and Mm -hmm. some of us have hair loss and some of us don't. So if you do have hair loss and issues like that, then saw palmetto is something that can really help you. So again, if you try something like this, you would have to monitor how you feel while you're taking it, how your mood is, if it's helping and so on. And, um, you know, then you would know if it's right for you. Okay, great. Like then we, next, we have wine. No, just wine. It's not a supplement. <laughs> this one is resveratrol. Maybe many of you have heard of it. Resveratrol is like the, the known as like the antioxidant um, ingredient in like wine and like other things such as nuts and berries and, you know, other things. But resveratrol is a very powerful supplement. So what it does with PCOS specific, uh, specifically is... So there's an overgrowth of testosterone-producing cells, and resveratrol appears to stop the overgrowth. In it the helps. PCOS ovary. Like in, in PCOS the ovary, ovaries. yeah. Wow. So this helps to normalize the structure and function, specifically, of the ovary in women with PCOS, as Talin said. And, you know, the other thing it really does as well uh, f- with resveratrol is the anti-inflammation and reducing the clotting and making it helpful for endometrial uh, lining the the health, health of yeah. the yeah the so lining of the endometrial lining right is that the lining of the your uterus right so if you're not having your period like you want your you you know they want to induce your period so that the endometrial lining is healthy so mm. t- supplements like resveratrol can help with like healing your endometrial li- lining yeah. but you have to be careful if you're taking blood thinners because it can thin your blood Oh, but yeah. this is one of the most like powerful um, supplements for PCOS. It's a really powerful antioxidant. And the fact that it helps with the overgrowth of testosterone producing cells in your ovaries is really helpful because what happens is when you have insulin resistance and your ovaries produce a lot of testosterone, you can treat your insulin resistance um, by taking ovacetol and doing all of these great things that we've recommended for you. But you can also treat your ovaries Mm -hmm. and stop them from overproducing testosterone. You know, in the meantime, it's like a double whammy. So you're stopping the insulin resistance from triggering testosterone, but you're also stopping the ovaries from overproducing testosterone. So again, like there's multiple ways to tackle these issues, these root issues of PCOS, like insulin resistance. And, um, you can do all these lifestyle things. You can take resveratrol. This is yeah. just another option for you. Yeah. And with resveratrol, so, don't like just go drink a bunch of wine. You won't get, that's just going <laughs> to get you a little tipsy and all that. You And you won't get like as like what you need. So take like a supplement form that will really help uh, a lot more. Trust me. And yeah. And the other thing with resveratrol, it's shown it's helping with you know inflama- anti-inflammation and anti-aging. It's helping, you know, with the... Um, you know, sometimes cells, you know, age faster, but they're saying resveratrol is showing that, you know, it's helping the aging of cells. So, yeah, it's, it's it looks like it's beneficial for PC, uh, for women with PCOS and beneficial in other ways as well. Yeah. And so far we've covered inflammation and blood sugar issues and adrenal issues. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out by 
by targeting these issues and taking the right supplements and doing the proper lifestyle changes for these root issues, you're also targeting the other issue that yes. might be a root issue, hypothyroidism. Yeah, so, I mean, we're not even done yet, so I could, we're not even done yet, but if I was like a sister, I'd be like, oh, I have adrenal fatigue, so I'll take adrenal support. <laughs> if I had insulin resistance, for example, I would take Ovacetol mm -hmm. or any of the other ones too that we're gonna discuss further on. So like, it, I think it's a, it, it was a good start. If you have, if you know your type, you know, like which of these are going to help you more. Right. And it's also part of the new routine that you're developing. So as you listen to our podcast, I'm sure you're picking up on little things that you want to start changing in your life and doing in your life. And so these supplements can just be one of those things, which leads me to my next point, mm -hmm. CBD, which is oh, yeah. CDUC's favorite supplement. Is it a supplement? Yeah, it's a supplement. Yeah, it's like a supplement. Yeah. It's, it's an addition to my diet. He, it is his like routine to go to the yeah. drawer and take it out and then force me to take some. Because yes. Open your mouth. Open <laughs> it. Under your tongue. I don't like the oil, but like, uh, well, whatever. It's so good it's for helping. you. I'll it always it. helps. I think Ty I convinced Tanya one day because she was having like I, I didn't even really know if it would help with this, but she was having, yeah, stomach aches after we came back from our honeymoon. I yeah. Think. And she was having stomach aches. And I said, babe, try this. I think it'll like help soothe you. Like it'll, it'll soothe help. Soothe my stomach. Yeah. And it actually Instantly. really helped. Yeah. It helped. And like, I the was next like day, perfectly fine. fine. No, yeah. next day, five minutes later, I was like, Sinak, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. And uh, CBD has many benefits. Um, so I'm gonna t let's talk about some of them right now. Number one, regulation of mitochondrial function to improve the burning of excess sugar and fat as energy. Which means? It's supporting weight loss because it is... Oh, you, it, actually, you explain it. You say it better. Well, yeah. It's supporting weight loss and it's yeah. supporting mitochondrial function, which means your cell metabolism. And it's helping your cells burn more sugar and fat and whatever you're eating and using it as energy. So mm -hmm. this is the same concept as yeah. insulin resistance. So studies show that um, it may help with regulating yep. this function. Yeah. And then another way, so we should say these are like the three different ways it helps with supporting weight loss with uh, PCOS. So number two is it reduces insulin resistance to improve blood sugar regulation and support beta oxidation of fat. So what does that mean? It's reducing how, uh, how much you're your uh, sugar your body's pumping and it's helping to, you know, balance the blood sugar regulation and and, and instead, yeah, and instead, it, and uh, not instead, as well, it helps to burn up the fat that's stored. And then one study showed that it helps with reducing your appetite, but mm -hmm. it, not that we're trying to say you need to take like appetite suppressants or anything, yeah. because once you go gluten and dairy free and start balancing your hormones, yeah. you don't have Ovacetol crazy, as well. Ovacetol yeah. as well. It's very, cravings. very help, mm -hmm. helpful with um, cravings. Yeah. But, you know, CBD can help. And it yeah. also helps with anxiety. Oh, yeah. So this is one of the most common reasons why people take CBD. And there's a lot of research to back up how mm -hmm. it can help with anxiety. So if you have adrenal fatigue, if you have low progesterone, it causes anxiety. So taking CBD can help you with yeah. treating that. Um, there's a multitude of reasons and why And adrenal fatigue, we, we talked about in the episode with PCOS, uh, adrenal fatigue and CBD. And CBD was one yeah. of the the beneficial supplements for that and yeah like tanya said it helps you helps calm you down and sometimes you get into this like natural um just you're used to being a certain type a 
way and like reacting very like aggressively to things or just i don't mm-hmm. know how to explain just being the type of stressed person and sure. no matter how much you change the way you eat or how much you change your lifestyle it can only help so much sometimes you need a supplement to help you push yourself to that yeah. extra point and I, cbd really can help yeah. with that there's a lot of natural supplements to help with that. So like like melatonin at nights helps with that, and mm-hmm. CBD is like a really good one. And just to melatonin be melatonin is another great yeah. one because studies show that women with PCOS have lower levels of melatonin, yeah. making us struggle to sleep. So if you really cannot get yourself to sleep, and the CBD and everything's not helping, melatonin is another option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we should. I feel like I need to say CBD will not get you high. It has no <laughs> THC in it. It's actually made from the hemp uh, portion of the of the plant. So there's there's no like psychological like it's not psychoactive. You won't feel anything. You won't feel high, and you won't test positive on on any um, you know drug test or anything like that. Unless you know you get it from like some some sort of like shady spot. I don't know like oh my whatever. Gosh. But uh, <laughs> if you want a brand that we use personally, it's called Pure Spectrum CBD. I think that's their website as well, PureSpectrumCBD.com. But that's the one that I personally and Talim personally takes. And they also have, like, creams and stuff that, like, we got for um, my father-in-law, Talim's dad. And, like, he uses for his knee and, knees and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm a really big fan of CBD. Yeah. Vitamin D. This is a supplement that I wrote so many papers on in grad school really? about PCOS because honestly, there at that time, I felt like there was not enough research about PCOS. And I just kept, Still I there feel isn't. like I just kept writing about vitamin D. <laughs> or maybe it was just one really long um, essay that I wrote at the end of grad yeah, school. And it? like most of it was about vitamin That's D so and funny. PCOS. <laughs> But anyway, but it was a, it's a good topic to write about. There's so many beneficial things about vitamin D, not just for PCOS. But what, do you remember what you said exactly in that paper? I have the paper on my you Google do? Drive. Yeah. Maybe we should share it. Like I think people will want to see what did Talin write in her grad school. I know. You know, maybe if you're like if you're a TA, you work, you're an assistant to a professor, you can let us know if it's. Or maybe your professor, let us know if it's a good essay. <laughs> I mean, I passed grad school, so it was something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, vitamin D deficiency is common in women with PCOS. About 70 to 85% of women with PCOS have a vitamin D deficiency. And I remember getting a blood test and seeing how deficient I was. And oh my gosh, my inflammatory marker was so high. And so that's also linked like vitamin D and inflammation. And so I went to the whole foods aisle to buy vitamin D Mm -hmm. and the guy was so, um, hesitant to give it to me. He's like, did you have a blood test done? You can't just take vitamin D because it gets, um, you you don't pee it out like other water-soluble vitamins. So you can actually like have too much vitamin D. So mm. I guess the guy was just trying to be like, what are you that just walking true. in and taking it because you Googled something? And I was like, <laughs> boy, you don't even know. You should see my blood Seriously. work. You would be pouring vitamin D down my throat. First of all, <laughs> I'm a dietitian. You should be like, I'm a dietitian, son. But yeah, vitamin D, get your blood checked regularly to see how your vitamin D is doing because it is linked and very clearly in research to inflammation and insulin resistance in women with PCOS. And so we need excellent vitamin D levels in our bodies. Um, What's like the recommended like goal for women with PCOS? Um, you, it's 
the ideal amount of vitamin D supplement should be like 2,000 milligrams. Oh, yeah, that's the daily. You're right. I don't know why I asked. Uh, we were talking about this before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the FDA states 2,000 milligrams. Yeah, milligrams per day for uh, dietary, like yeah, if you eat. Like, dietary yeah. recommendation, which I think 2,000 milligrams is good. However, you know, if you if you're already like under, you know, based on your test results, if you're under, then you probably need to take a little bit higher. But definitely consult your doctor about that to find the level that's perfect for you. Yeah. And you don't absorb all the vitamin D that you eat. So that's why sometimes you need a supplement to help you, you know, take a bunch so you can absorb more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So anyways, get your blood test. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, the interesting thing is there it's the studies are showing, especially in America, um, that people have a very big uh, deficiency in vitamin D because like a lot of us are either at school where we're always like, you know, inside, you know, or at work, you were in our office and like we don't get like we when we have lunch, we're eating lunch inside or we're going out to go get lunch inside somewhere like we're rarely going out to a park nowadays to like enjoy ourselves in the middle of the week. Yeah. It's usually reserved for the weekend and sometimes some weekends we're busy and we don't get to go to do things or it's the weather is not great. So you like think about it. How much sun do we actually get like direct sunlight? If you ask me, probably not that much. No, you know, so I'm inside yeah. typing away in the sisterhood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting sunlight. Yeah. I mean, you have but, to. And also some people don't want to be under the sun. True. True. So vitamin D yeah. supplement is yeah. a great idea. And the thing is, vitamin D supplement also helps with the um, absorption of the the ultraviolet rays from the sun, meaning not not like the bad way, but like the good. Like if you if your body can't just mm. absorb the you know the the ultraviolet rays from the sun and make vitamin D sometimes, like your body also oh, right. needs some vitamin D to help facilitate that. Oh, so the conversion. Yeah. It, so taking vitamin. this helps with the conversion as well. And um, vitamin D receptors are in your ovaries, endometrium and placenta. So mm -hmm. imagine like those receptors are there. Yeah. And if you're deficient, then your ovaries are going to struggle. Yeah. So the, the it hinders the development of the follicles on the ovary for women with PCOS. And it, like it kind of stops Stop. ovulation. Yeah, it can. It, I mean, it doesn't directly stop it, but it can hinder it. Yeah. yeah. And then as a result yeah it can so be one of the reasons most, why yeah. you're not ovulating because like all these different factors and vitamin yeah. d could be one and like it's also been the deficiencies in vitamin d has been linked to alterations of lh luteinizing hormone mm -hmm. uh, sex hormone binding globulin which helps with lowering testosterone mm -hmm. insulin resistance mm -hmm. and serum insulin levels in women with pcos yeah so that all of the, you know, yeah, I mean, as, and, as I'm concerned, all of our problems, yes. it's related to them. Mm -hmm. So, and it really, really helps with depression. Oh, it so does. It's, it's studies are really showing now. Like it's basically like, if you look at these studies, they're like, it's almost proving that vitamin D yeah. sunlight is so important for like mental oh, health. Yeah. yeah. You know how I know if a supplement is good for me or not. And I probably should have said this earlier. It's if I take it and the next morning I feel some type of way. So if I take vitamin D at night and the next morning I just feel a little bit more energetic and light, mm -hmm. then, and it's consistently like that, and then I stop taking it and then I'm not like that, then I know that that supplement is doing that to me. And I yeah. I've, I have like multiple supplements that um, change my like mood a little bit. You know, Vitex has done that to me when I took it. Um, Obacitol changes your mood a little bit. So, 
yeah, vitamin D, try it again, like monitor yourself before you go to bed. And then mm-hmm. when you wake up, see how you feel in yeah. terms of like, and like throughout state. the day, is it sustainable? Yeah. Is it like spikes of this certain feeling or is it a sustainable feeling? You want something that's going to be a good balance. Mm-hmm. So you're happy and you're feeling great. So yeah, just to finish that off, as we mentioned, there's all these great benefits of vitamin D with not just peace, the peace related symptoms, but with mental health. And another one, another supplement that helps with ovulation mm-hmm. and egg quality is maca. A lot of not women, matcha, not matcha, yeah, not powder, matcha. Matcha has tea. caffeine, and <laughs> I mean, if you can get decaf, get it. But th- this is not. We're not saying matcha. This is maca. M a c a. Yes, I don't think there's decaf matcha, but if you find it, let me know because oh. I love matcha. <laughs> Loved. Loved. Anyways, maca. A lot of women trying to get pregnant take maca powder, oh, um, like a little bit in your smoothie. It really helps with an enhancing fertility, and it tells your body to release more luteinizing hormone, and that's the hormone that helps you ovulate. So maca powder is a um, adaptogen. It's not like a vitamin or any. It's a. It's it comes from like a plant. So and there's a multitude of adaptogens you can take, and they're you know, all pretty expensive if you ask me. So don't try to take all of them. <laughs> but, you know, it's a nice gift. Like I gave you some for Christmas, like oh, ashwagandha, yeah. maca, matcha. You they know. agree. I, I kind of like, I have like a circuit with them. Like I put one this day. Yeah, them, I circulate. Yeah. I kind of rotate them around to like, sometimes I take a break from them for yeah. a week or two, try to change it up. For me, the protein powder that I um, drink every morning. And Philosophy, I, right? Yeah, Is that yeah. Always link it in my stories too. Um, but that protein powder has adaptogens in it, like ashwagandha and like reishi, mushroom powder, this and that, to help my body adapt to like general life stress, whatever it may be, mm. you know? So, um, yeah, maca is just one of them. That's great. And then another common one that I was recommended once, um, and I remember taking it, and acetylcysteine. Glad you said that one. I did not want to pronounce it. <laughs> And acetyl sustain. <laughs> so this one, it's a powerful antioxidant that increases the amount of the master antioxidant glutathione produced in the ovary, which is crucial for fertility. It also increases insulin sensitivity, anti-inflammation, reduces serum testosterone levels, and the free androgen index. Ty, you want to explain some of these things that I just said? Yes. So again, it's targeting a lot of the root issues. It's targeting insulin resistance. It's targeting anti—I mean, inflammation. It's targeting inflammation. Mm-hmm. It's targeting um, androgens. So that's stress hormones. I mean, N acetylcysteine is really targeting everything that's underlying your PCOS. By targeting those two things, you're also targeting thyroid health. Yeah. So um, yeah, this is one that a lot of women with PCOS are recommended. And women with high stress hormones and women who don't ovulate and have insulin resistance and inflammation can really benefit from N-acetylcysteine. And a study even showed that 1.2 grams per day of N-acetylcysteine combined with Clomid for women who were trying to get pregnant improved the number of follicles retrieved and the thickness of the endometrial lining and ovulation and pregnancy rates and so when when it was compared to clomid alone so what i'm saying is maybe you know if you want to get pregnant and you're taking clomid you could 
like, like this study, combine it with N-acetylcysteine. But even if you're not trying to get pregnant, you want to ovulate, you want to have health and, you know, fertility and balance in your body no matter what. So don't be deterred by supplements that say like, oh, it can help with, you know, pregnancy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Ovastol can too, but like it can also help with a multitude of other issues um, that are happening to women with PCOS. Mm-hmm. And my last but not least, other favorite supplement. So Ovastol is my number one and my number two. What is number two? And will there be a number three? CBD is number two. Number oh. three. Number oh. three All of is... A sudden, CBD comes into the household. Yeah. Liver supplement. I was just going to say, I was going to say, oh, one thing we didn't mention. O-M-G. Okay. O-M-Poop My Pants G. No. <laughs> Everyone I know <laughs> has tried this because of me. Everyone in my family is taking it. I take it like two times, three times a week. I mean, a lot of women with PCOS have fatty liver. And it's because of insulin resistance and how we, you know, have this metabolic issue and our fat, you know, is storing in our bodies, around our organs, specifically our liver. And when our liver is not functioning properly, we're not detoxing our hormones and we're having a buildup of estrogen or a buildup of whatever. We're not throwing out the used hormones. You know, there's a cycle that goes on. And this was something even your doctor, Dr. Nirvana, like recommended to you when you were initially diagnosed. She's like, this is going to help with your possibly your fatty liver or how your your liver is in that condition. This will help. I had insulin resistance and Mm -hmm. it totally did help. And another thing, it regulates your bathroom situation. Oh yeah. That's like the reason why I take it. Have a healthy bowel movement. Yeah. Healthy is keyword. It's not laxative. It's like a healthy exactly. Bowel movement. It's not like oh my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom and like <laughs> everybody turn the sound on so you don't hear me okay. right now. <laughs> it's not nothing like that. There are ladies listening. I'm just saying, we've all been through it. Come on, I'm sure when you're in the stall and then you want to like keep it quiet. Oh, anyways, <laughs> we are ladies. We don't go to the bathroom. You're right. That's true. Kidding. That's true. Doesn't exist. It just evaporates from your body because exactly. No but, but anyways, liver yeah, liver is really great. It's it's the liver supplements really great we will link it because i live for this liver supplement i don't know why i haven't shown it on instagram yet yeah i know right you know some things i just forget to show you guys because i'm so involved in my food and i'm like i have to post about food 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 but sometimes i should post the other things yeah like supplements while you pull up the um the rdms and the, the sister of the week just want to say if there's any supplements that you sisters have tried and um that you think that is beneficial for others, let us know, message us, and we'll look into it, and we'll see, you know, maybe this is something that a lot of other sisters can take and that, that can help them too. Yeah, let us know. So the win of the week, mm-hmm. this was a DM, and she will be left unnamed. Um, yes. This is the win of the week, thing. sister of the week, DM of the week, whichever way you want to call it, but it is the one of the week. Okay. Well, actually, I can might as well say her handle in case she's listening. Christia Marie. She DM'd me saying, happy, happy birthday and thank you. All caps. 
Your knowledge about PCOS truly changed my life recently. I lost 12 pounds since the beginning of the year. I altered my workouts because of you and have committed to going gluten and dairy free. I'm also incorporating intermittent fasting. The weight is falling off and I'm so caps, all caps, so grateful (laughs) to have found your page. I'm currently studying for my board exam and I no longer feel brain fog when I study or in general. Bloating no longer occurs and my energy level is up all the way. I hope to, to also be off blood pressure meds by doing this lifestyle change. I'm so excited that I finally found something that works for me and that I can continue throughout my life. My best friend slash sister, CYST here, is also in this journey with me and she is just as ecstatic as I am. We've never felt better, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I hope you have an amazing birthday. Mm -hmm. So nice. Such a nice message and we're so happy for you, Christy. I think... Words can't describe. Yeah. I mean, you went through a lot but like to get rid of the brain fog and the other symptoms i mean you're taking your board exam so you're already going through such a high stressful like situation so the fact that you were able to manage it and you know get your body through it is huge so big big shout out to you big congratulations and so proud yeah Oh my gosh, I just went on Instagram and it looks like you reposted my screenshot that I posted about you. <laughs> I have to tell you that you're on our podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll send her a message right now and let her know yeah. that we mentioned her. All right. So, thank you, sisters, so yeah. much for listening. Please DM us with your sisterhood stories yeah. and testimonials. And your favorite supplements, the ones that work for you, if we didn't mention today. As always, you can find us on uh, Instagram, PCOS.WeightLoss and A Sister and Her Mister. Also, on YouTube, you can watch this entire episode and subscribe. You know, Leave us a review. Anything, yes. anything helps, guys. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And you guys have a good week. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sister and Mister.